Welcome to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast, here to give you the knowledge and inspiration to take the next steps in the world of property. Your weekly dose of property market updates, top tips on buying, selling, renting and investing in property. From your expert estate agents and through interviews with industry specialists. We're here to answer your questions. So here's your host, serial entrepreneur and estate agent, David Thomas. Thank you for sending us all your questions. Um, We've got plenty lined up that we're bringing to you in the next few episodes, but please do keep them coming and we'll keep answering them for you. So in this episode, I wanted to dig into how you can negotiate the best price when buying a property. So in this episode, we're going to give you some great tips and things to really consider from almost the estate agent and the seller's perspective as well on using that knowledge to give you the tips on how to negotiate from a buyer's perspective. So no matter what we buy, you know, we all want to find the best price, but this is clearly the case when buying a property because it is the biggest expense, you know, the biggest purchase you're likely to make in your life and it's the biggest asset you're going to own. So it's critical that you get value for money on it. You know, you don't want to be paying over the market price, but you know, you want your dream home as well. So there's lots of factors to be considered. It can be a very emotional transaction, but it also needs to make financial sense. So it's weighing all these these factors up and then negotiating the price that, that works for you. So Given that there are at least two parties involved in a property deal, the buyer and the seller, there is the opportunity to negotiate and arrange for a better deal. You know, the seller's likely to want to negotiate and obtain the best deal for themselves, but there are ways in which you can strengthen your negotiations as a buyer. The first thing to do is research and know the market. One of the strongest tools you have at your disposal when it comes to negotiating the best price is the knowledge of the market. You need to make an informed offer and this means you need to review the market and ensure that you're offering a suitable bid for the property. You know, if you know that prices, you know, property prices in that street have only got to a certain level and say this particular property that you're looking at is over that, you know, by you having that knowledge, you can use that as leverage in negotiation and it allows you to sort of push a little bit more in the negotiating. The things to bear in mind is, you know, if you bid below the asking price, your offer may be dismissed quickly because they're going to say, no, that's the asking price. That's what we're looking for. We're not interested. If you bid at the asking price, your offer may be accepted quickly or the the vendor may go, well, you know, I've got a few more interested parties. Uh, I might have a couple more offers. So again, just paying the asking price doesn't always get you the deal. It depends on how long the property has been on the market, how it's priced against competitive properties, etc. And if you bid over the asking price, it may be accepted quickly. It may come off the market. But again, you might be paying over the market value. So we've really got to look at and research and have a knowledge and an understanding of the market and where prices should be to ensure you're not paying more than you should be. The more you know about the market, the better placed you'll be to make an attractive offer and one that both interested parties will find suits them. 
So know what the average price is, not just the price, but the condition. So when it comes to researching the market, don't just find out the average property prices and values and then stop there. You need to know what the average type of property is like in a local area. Once you know what the average property is like and how the average price has been comprised, you can make an informed judgment on how the property you're interested in compares to the average property. So, you know, let's just run an example. You're looking at a two bed semi-detached house in a street that's full of those properties and the average price, if you look at the last five, 10 sales that have happened in that street uh, recently, the average price is around 130,000. Now, the thing to then look at is maybe look at the last couple that sold around that price and then compare it like for like against the property that you're looking at. Because there may be things that either the property hasn't got, which means it's not quite worth that average price, or it may have things that add value. If, for example, it's got a garage and none of the others in the street have got a garage, then you can expect them to be asking slightly more than the average to take that into account. If it's got a conservatory or an extension that none of the other properties have got, again, that's going to increase the asking price above the average. It works the other way, though. So if the property isn't in as good condition as the ones that have sold, maybe it needs completely refurbishing inside, they may try to put it on the market for what the average price is, thinking that's what people will pay because it's the average. But you must take into account that it needs that work. So typically, it would be worth slightly less because somebody's going to have to invest in that. So that's where it comes into looking at the average price, but then specifically looking at how that property compares against all of that. Next then is ensure you're in a stable financial position when you go in to make an offer. So the best thing to do is have everything in order. You've got your deposit ready. You've got your decision in principle with your mortgage lender. You're well advanced financially. You know exactly what you can afford and what you're looking to pay. And that stands you in great stead when it comes to negotiating. Being in that position definitely puts you above anybody that isn't ready, that still has to confirm a mortgage, you know, still has to move money around, still hasn't got their decision in principle, you know, the, all these things. When it comes to negotiating and you've got multiple buyers, you know, being in a strong financial position will definitely go in your favor. So the next thing then is almost tied in with that is make sure that you're actually ready to move. If you can show that you're ready to move quickly, it'll strengthen your negotiating position. Many prospective buyers have caveats attached to their offer or there may be potential delays attached to the deal. So if you've sold your home, you don't own a home or you're in a position where you can move home without too much notice, a seller is more likely to take your bid seriously. It is one of the things to factor in that if you are subject to selling a home first, it does add a delay in and it's almost an unknown delay because nobody knows when your property is going to sell, how long the conveyancing is going to take. It forms a chain that then almost has an endless date to it until it sort of progresses a bit further. So that is a negative thing, really, to be sort of going forward and making an offer on a property. So what you need to try and do is counter that negative as much as possible. So if there is any way that you can 
be in a position to move quicker, then by all means go for it because it just does put you in a better negotiating position for buying your next home. Obviously, it can't always happen that way. Sometimes you have to wait. You know, you don't want to sell yours and then not be able to find. So it is a a tricky balancing act. But from this perspective of this podcast in negotiating the best possible price, it does definitely impact if you're ready to go and you have your sale either under offer or, or progressing ready to go. Almost tied into that then, the next top tip is appoint your solicitor already. As well as having your finances in place and you've got your mortgage in principle, appoint your solicitor early. You can appoint them any time and if you know you're definitely going ahead and you're going to be moving, there is no harm at all in instructing a solicitor, getting them on board, making sure that they've done everything that they need to you know, in terms of money laundering checks on you and they've, they've literally got you on their books as a client. It speeds things up. You know, all these little things add days to weeks in on the whole conveyancing process. So anything you can do to make yourself more attractive to the seller, you've got your mortgage in place, you've got a solicitor ready to go, they've done all their checks, they're ready to start asking questions and applying for searches and all that sort of stuff. It all goes in your favour. So definitely appoint your solicitor early on in your search so that you're ready to move quickly. The next thing to consider is, are there other aspects of your offer that you can use to leverage a better deal? It may be that aspects other than the price you bid for a property could be the strongest aspect you can bring to the negotiating table. Many vendors are concerned about deals collapsing due to a break in the property chain. So if you're not part of a chain, this could be appealing to the vendor. If all other things are equal, a bid from an interested buyer that carries a much smaller likelihood of the deal collapsing will be much more attractive than an offer from an interested buyer who is part of a lengthy chain. It's again going back to the chain and thinking about all the other aspects that you can leverage to negotiate your deal. So if you're not in a chain, you're ready to go, use that in your negotiations. The last thing to do or consider is try and find out a bit about what the seller is looking to do next, what the vendor's plans are, because this could impact how you negotiate the price, the timescale, etc. In any negotiation, it's almost looking at your opponent's weaknesses as well and and where you can potentially do something that, that meets that or helps them in some way. So let's say the vendor you know, needs to sell the property quickly. They've got some reason that they've got to move quick. They're either, you know, whether it's work, whether it's family, uh, they might be moving abroad. It might be that they've got to sell before the end of the tax year for tax reasons or something. So once you start to understand these things or you can find out this information, you can factor that into your negotiations. So you could offer them the solution that they need So by saying, right, okay, I'll exchange and complete by such and such a date. So you meet your, you know, your tax reasoning for selling, but the offer is this. So it's a give and take. It's understanding what both parties need and what they want, and then trying to negotiate a deal that gives everybody the best solution. So that's a great tip that if you can do that, and sometimes you can do that just by asking questions, just by asking the estate agent a couple of questions. You know, why is the vendor selling? If you walk in there and it's empty and there's nobody living there, so, you know, why are they selling? Is it a buy to let? Have they been living in it? 
you know, and sometimes the answers you get then will give you a good inkling as to the position of the seller and you can negotiate using those uh, facts and information. I'll just quickly recap those points. And again, I'll put all of these in the show notes so that you can use them. All of this is about giving you the top tips to negotiate in the best price when you're buying. So first off, we had research the market, you know, know what the market is doing, where the value of the property that you're looking at sits in the market. Know what the average price is against the condition of that particular property. Ensure that you're in a stable financial position to move quickly. So that's having your mortgage in principle in place and being able to move quickly with that. Ensure that you're ready to move. So you're not ideally not in a chain or you've done as much as you can to make it not hold you back in any way in the negotiations. The next one then is to appoint your solicitor and have them ready. Because again, that speeds things up, takes days or weeks off the whole conveyancing process. Uh, The next one is, are there any other aspects of your offer that you can use to leverage a better deal, such as not being in a chain? Uh, It could be other things like your cash buyer. So cash buying means you haven't got to go through the long mortgage sort of surveys and things like that. You may still want to have a survey done, but you're not dependent on a mortgage lender. So a cash buyer can often be attractive So think about any other aspects that you can incorporate into the deal, your chain free, your cash buy-in, you can exchange and complete within a certain time limit, all these things factor in. And lastly is find out what the seller, seller's position is and what they're looking to do. You know, you can often then try and position your offer to meet their requirements. So hopefully these things will give you food for thought, things to consider when you're out buying. The main thing is to get yourself into a position where you're ready to go and you're ready to move quickly. Ask loads of questions and negotiate. Negotiate at the end of the day. You know, it's the biggest purchase that you're going to make, but it's informed and knowledge. You know, you need to have all of that to negotiate properly. It's not about going in and going, right, I'm just going to offer 50000 less than the asking price just because I want to. Back it up with the knowledge and, you know, you know what you're doing. You've positioned yourself that you may be able to get money off the asking price because you're ready to go financially. You've got your solicitor. You know the seller's position. That's where you can really leverage and negotiate, okay? So get all that knowledge. Go in fully primed in the right position to move quick and you never know you know you may be able to negotiate a cracking price on the property and get yourself your dream home so hopefully these tips help they'll be in the show notes so please feel free to comment share you know if you've got any other things that you've come across that have helped you in in your negotiations you know if you've been able to negotiate a cracking deal please share please tell people what you did and how you did it just so that other people could potentially learn from that and and take that away. So reach out to us if you've got any other questions, if you've got things you want us to answer on on the podcast, please get in touch with us. You can do that through our website, askthestateagent.co.uk, or you can go through our social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for joining us. Hope you found it useful. And until next time, it's goodbye for now. We look forward to answering your property questions and helping you with your next move. 
Thank you for listening to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast.